Thank you for calling Gillespie Insurance Services. If you know your party's extension, you may enter it at any time. If you're calling for a quote on a new policy, press 1. If you're calling for assistance with your existing policy, press 2. If you're calling specifically for one of our staff members, press 3. To reach Allegra, press 1. To reach Jessica, press 2. To reach Iva, press 3. To reach Eli, press 4. Hi, this is Eli. Eli, it's Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey, how's it going? Good, how you doing, sir? Good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Yeah, it is. And I mean, just yesterday, I spent at least a half an hour moving additional insurance from the certificate holder database to the additional interest database. And Hawksoft doesn't really have a way to copy them over. You can copy them over starting from one database to the other, but not vice versa. So if you input them into the certificate database, they can't transfer over. You have to manually do it. And stuff like that, that's a drag on my time and everyone's time. Someone like Marblebox, I think that would just be a great thing to have someone else do it and not me. It would be a great thing to have somebody else do it, Eli. And that is Eli Glipsby of Glipsby Insurance Services out in beautiful, sunny, gorgeous, probably warmer than Ohio, California. I'm going to run out of cool things to say about where Eli lives and works. I'm not not resentful or bitter in any way, no. Eli, no, it's great. Uh, Yes, um, it would be fantastic if Eli didn't have to spend the 30 minutes copying and pasting the stuff that he just said. Again, I don't really do much of what he does, so I I don't quite know that I fully understand it. But again, it's all based on, hey, you've got these things that need to be updated in this thing, and our management system, our technology is letting us down, and it is making us do something that is not all that valuable with our time. And this is going to be an indictment on two fronts, really. An indictment on the providers, these these vendors, these these people that we are forced, might be a strong word, but we are have to choose from to do business with to help us maintain and manage our agency. And then it's also going to be an indictment on ourselves for not pushing harder and not taking more aggressive matters to, to not let this happen anymore, regardless of if you know, these vendors, these management systems, these technology partners, uh, sort of, are letting us down. Because that's just an excuse, right? At some point, we just have to stop the whining and the complaining and say, guess what? If you're not going to do it, I'm going to find a solution, a workaround, something that is going to make sure that I don't have to do it myself. Now, is it going to be as economical of a solution as if the management system were to do it? Probably not. However, we have to stop thinking that way. And the way that we have to start thinking is, is not so much of if it's in, you know, the economical comparison to what, you know, having it be just already included in the management system. It's the opportunity cost of what we're giving up for those 30 minutes every day where we're focusing on copying, pasting, instead of doing what you do best. And that's, you know, selling insurance. Presumably, I don't know. I mean, if you're listening to this and you're not selling insurance, fine. Input whatever you're doing. If it's tending to zoo animals, great. 
Don't know why you'd be listening, but hey, whatever floats the boat. It's focusing on what you need to do best or what you do do best and getting rid of the copy and paste work. Yeah, I mean, that was simple copy and paste work. You know, what's the value of my time? That's minimum wage work right there. And and I spent a half hour doing that. So I could have been, in fact, there are a few policies or a few prospects that I'm actively trying to get. And uh, I had to put that on hold so I could take care of our existing clients properly. And it required that I copy and paste those things. Eli just dropped the MW bomb. And I hope you were paying attention or at least had your kids cover their ears because... Yeah, he said it. Minimum wage, right? Now, this isn't, I'm not, it's, I'm not saying that's a disparaging word, but the point is, is that obviously everyone's goal is to not make minimum wage. And you probably think that you are, are making more than minimum wage and you probably are. But for all intents and purposes, there are probably very significant chunks of your day that you are working for minimum wage and you don't even realize it. And Again, I could be sitting on my high horse and just wanting somebody to fan me and feed me grapes all day. And and I just might be being unpractical and being an insurance diva at the moment. And that's fine. I'm going to fully allow myself this time to, to go there. Just because I think it's uh, something we have to consider, at least. If nothing else, consider. Not necessarily take action on, but consider. And this is, again, the idea of what Eli said. What's the value of your time? Now, Eli said maybe he does this once a day. Maybe there's, all right, so let's just run some numbers, right? Let's say every day you spend 30 minutes that is a, a doing a minimum wage task. That's 2.5 hours a week. Just doing one thing for 30 minutes. If you're doing it every day. My guess is, I'm just guessing that there's probably more. Even if we were to say that there's an hour a day that you do at minimum wage work, Okay, simple math. If you're working five hours or five days a week, that's five hours a week that you're getting paid minimum wage. So it's those types of things that you really need to take into consideration. And the opportunity cost that you are, you know, burdening yourself with by not properly assigning. And this has been a huge dramatic theme throughout all of Eli's episodes, if you haven't noticed. Again, talking about we did overstaffed versus understaffed. We did old school automation, parts one and two. Um, And they're all, again, loosely related to the fact of, do you have the right people doing the right work for the right compensation? And yes, there is something to be said for rolling up your sleeves and just doing it. And that will work up until a point, right? And I think the problem here, and this is where I want to push it back on the vendors, I, I don't know exactly the, the intricacies or the details of why Hawksoff does not transfer the data that Eli was copying and pasting. But again, you might think, that it would be in their best interest to keep us as productive as possible because if we're not, then guess what? I mean, I'm not saying affording the management system is going to be harder, but you know, a lot of us aren't going to be able to stick around, right? If we're not keeping up, if we're having this little thing here, that little thing there constantly slow us down, just that little speed bump, right? It's in, you know, Olympic runner, right? If they just, every time they nick that hurdle, just a half a millisecond slower than the next guy. And guess what? Before you know it, you're off the podium and you're not even on the medal stand, right? You don't even get to say you're the third best person in the, in the entire world, right? 
Now, again, we're not talking world. We're talking maybe city, maybe county, maybe state as far as the you know podium that we want to be standing on. But all of these little nicks, they add up. Toss in a good, healthy, healthy dose of distractions throughout the day that I'm sure you, you know, are, are dealt between your staff and what's going on and what you need to fix as the boss or the owner or, you know, just the go-to guy. And there's so much time. And this is where we, we had said on, I can't remember what episode we talked about, oh, being busy. Oh, I think it was an Eli podcast. Somebody said, yeah, yeah, it was, it was one of them. We talked about being busy and I don't like to say that I am, you know, busy or too busy or just, you know, overworked because it is a very relative term, right? Because there's a good chance that you're just not busy and you're just unorganized. Or again, you're allowing something that should take 40 minutes, take an hour and a half, right? So just are inefficient, right? So very subjective as far as saying busy, but you know, it's it's these types of things that you hear uh, that just make you a little sad because maybe I'm, I'm, as I'm just thinking, as you can hear the wheels turning in my head, just as I, as this podcast fills with silence, you know, maybe they just aren't aware. I don't know. Just as we're just having this, this therapy session with one another, maybe Hawksoft isn't aware. Maybe QQ doesn't know. I don't know. Maybe they don't know that it's taking us 30 minutes to do this thing that they are not fulfilling for us. Is that a bad job on our part? I don't know. Maybe we should let them know. Maybe you have let them know. I don't know. Or maybe they're just not listening enough. Obviously, again, it's always, in my opinion, the fault of the company, right? For not listening to their customers. And by listening, I mean, somewhere, some way, somebody's called into their support line asking if this can be done, right? Or, or they, I'm assuming they're aware of it. And so they're either not listening or paying attention or just not caring. None of which are great. Obviously not caring is the worst in that scenario. I don't think that's true, but, um, you know, those are the types of things that we kind of have to constantly think about and really push ourselves forward because, you know, Eli is really looking for something to help him, right? He doesn't want to have a drag on his time or any of his staff's time unnecessarily. He just wants somebody to help him get it done. I know Jason has a wave and I've been thinking about that. Well, I know, I don't know him, but I've heard him on, in fact, he's directly responsible for you and I talking today because they have the insurance journal podcast that doesn't get on iTunes, but I yeah. used to listen to that. They interviewed Jason, so that's where it all started. I actually, before Grow Lab, I actually typed into their form online to say I was interested in having someone contact me and I gave them a bunch of information, but I haven't heard back and I've been too busy to follow up with them. You know, Eli, they, um, they interviewed me on the insurance journal podcast must have uh, must missed that one. It's all right. I won't hold it against you. But no, seriously, it was that was a fun little clip uh, hearing how Eli actually came to discover grow. Uh, and I gotta send a big shout out to my buddies uh, Peter Van Artrike and Rick Morgan uh, for you know the Insurance Journal guys. Uh, I'm not sure if they're still doing it anymore, but uh, he said you know they listened to their podcast. They had Jason on, and then that's what led Eli to grow. And the reason we were talking about Rick is because he had said Jason has a wave. Uh, which is like a something executive assistant, virtual executive assistant. Rick Morgan, I believe, uh, is still with them in some capacity. Just joined them about a year ago, maybe year and a half ago, as vice president of something or other. And uh, and we were talking about Rick and uh, and that and that process and and that product. And um, I guess I don't know if Jason has one or if he still does. I, I I don't hear him talking about it that much. If he still does have it, 
so I'm not sure, Eli, if that's true anymore. But, um, but yeah, so this is just another option, right? We talked, you heard Eli mention in the beginning of the show, said about Marblebox. We've talked about Marblebox on previous episodes. We've talked about Rocket Referrals. Wave is another one, right? These are all services. My buddy Tad over at Vantage Agora. These are all services that, um, you know, will do that work for you will prevent you from doing minimum wage work. Now, I think, again, this is an indictment of the system as a whole. I think we have a long way to go till we truly figure out how to make this a great economical business decision for all agencies, shapes, and sizes, right? Because, you know, a lot of this stuff, you know, some some of these processes, it is by the hour. You know, Marblebox will do you by the hour, so you can, you know, do just very specific tasks. Others... Um, like Tad over Advantage Agora, you're basically paying a, a monthly installment for a full-time person per se to where you know, you're, you've got somebody at your disposal for 40 hours a week to get as much work done as possible. And a lot of agencies have a hard time or agents have a hard time making that rationalization. They're, they're afraid they don't have the time to fill up. And again, I think a lot of it is because they're content with putting in the 30 minutes here, the 45 minutes there on the minimum wage tasks. And instead of having that person there and finding things to fill up their day, they would rather make the excuse of, no, I can do it myself. And I see both sides of it. Yes, obviously that's going to keep your business from maybe going in the red or whatever. You're going to say to yourself, I can't afford that. Maybe. But at the same time, you've seen what you can do at this capacity, right? You've, you're basically saying, I've built my ceiling here and I really don't want to ever, you know, go beyond that, right? You're, you're putting a cap, you're putting a lid on your overall production when you make those decisions. Unless, again, there's a technology breakthrough that allows you to do that inside a management system at an existing tool that is going to create that leverage that is going to scale that time and make things that much easier for things to happen without you having to worry about them. And until that happens, that's the that's going to be the continuous struggle, the inner turmoil that every agent and agency owner must face and really look at themselves in the mirror and say, is it worth it? Do I need this thing? Because you're going to find 16 reasons to justify not spending the money because why it's easier to not spend the money. This is a concept that I'm toying with. I don't know how successful it is, and I'm not one to give out any sort of life or financial advice, but put your money down on the table, right? Put your money where your mouth is and force yourself to be better, right? If you're constantly worried about nickel and diming your way to the top, I don't think that you're ever going to make it, right? I think you do have to take some bold actions to, to put your back against a wall from time to time and say, guess what? Yeah, it's going to be a little tight if we hire this person or you know bring on this service. But at the end of the day, you know, what's the alternative, right? It's, it's more of the same that you're already doing. There are no surprises, right? You've seen what can happen with what you're doing with the existing processes and workflows, right? Now, maybe you're not, maybe you say, well, Joe, I'm just not working hard enough. And maybe you are, fine. Tell yourself that you're being lazy. I'll fully accept that. You have more in the tank. The question is, if you were to fill that tank up, would you still want more? Do you need more? A lot of agents do. So it's figuring out ways and holding the people accountable in this industry to make this stuff available and happen, right? In a way that works, again, for us. 
you know, for the agents that need it, right? And that might be sooner than later, it might not. But unless we start having the conversation, unless we start creating just the awareness in our own head, unless until we start saying to ourselves, hmm, yeah, I might need somebody to maybe just do my quotes. Or maybe for Eli, just do that copy and paste work for two to three to five hours a week. I would be interested to see what your day would look like because I think it's about time that we say, you know what, this stuff is just not gonna cut it anymore and we just really don't wanna work for minimum wage. I think we're just going straight recommendations today because it's been it's been a while. I, I guess I can't remember exactly how long it's been since I've just had a good old recommendations uh, tail end here. And, and I tell you what, I just wrapped up season four of The Americans. I think it's season four because season five is like starting like next week or something. The hit I was on Prime last week and I just, oh man, I blew through that thing. That show, I tell you what, it is secretly like the best show on TV. I mean, I might be exaggerating a little bit, but like top three, definitely. Um, and each season has gotten better and better, surprisingly, because the first season I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about this. I hesitated starting it. And it's just every time it's available, it's just right through. Um, so, yeah, that's um, that's definitely something if you're not on it. Amazon Prime, I think, is where it's available. It's not on Netflix. Uh, Amazon Prime, you can catch up uh, all four seasons. Uh, if you actually have cable, I don't. So I, I don't ever watch anything in real time. I'm not current with the world. Um, I think it's an FX show. So you can check it out on FX. I don't even know the day or time. Not that they're relevant. Again, content on demand. But anyways, rabbit hole not going down there. But there's an interesting thing. I'm, I'm curious. I want to toss this out. And it sounds like I might watch a lot of TV or something. And maybe I do. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Um, however, I'm constantly putting all of this stuff through a filter. And sending it back to myself as I'm watching or reading or listening or whatever I'm doing. Almost everything. I'm watching the show for the for the Americans. For the example, is again, it takes place in the 80s. So I'm constantly looking at that through the lens of what were they doing then that they that we can do now. And, and 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 yes, that's part of it. But I try not. To, you know, I try to always. I'm always looking something through the way of 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 a how do I apply this in some sort of useful fashion. And maybe it's just an excuse to to watch more TV. But I just I find myself doing it regardless, right? And and for an example. Um, you know, I don't think this is a spoiler. So if you haven't watched the show, this is pretty common knowledge. I mean, the, the two main characters, um, they are Russian spies who have a cover as a travel agency, right? So I constantly see them doing work as a travel agent and thinking this is 1983, 1984. I was born in 1984. So obviously, I, you know, I resonated with that. I was a little young to remember fully what 1984 was, but you know, the late part of the 80s I, I grew up in, right? And you're seeing the work that they're doing and you're saying to yourself, well, people keep talking about us as being the next travel agent. So just kind of looking back at that time, and it's just a very surreal, you know, it's a very visceral look back, right, to see, and how do we apply that to what we're doing today? That was a long thing. I don't know. I was a little poetic on the Americans. I, I didn't actually want to do that. I thought I maybe had another recommendation, but just something to think about. What do you got, you know, what are you watching, and, and do you do that? Am I the only person that does that? Because I feel like I'm weird, and I'm always looking at things like that and, and thinking about it and applying it in some sort of how can this help me business sense. I don't know. I'm, I'm sick. What are you watching? Joey at growprogram.com. Let me know. would love to hear what your favorite show of the week of the month is because I'm out. I, I don't know if we talked. I did Westworld pretty quickly. That was ridiculously amazing. 
Um, I'm a man without a without a purpose right now, so I don't know where I'm going. So if you got something to recommend, I'd love to hear your recommendation. Uh, Joey at GrowProgram.com. Take it easy.